reinforce for the culture. I'm here with the family. Price XXV, double I. Rome. Simolo. We're flying. T-Buggy, man. To the greatest sports show on the planet, La Familia. We are ready for a ride. Can't wait to hear what you guys got to say. Hey. Going on, world? It's your man, T-Buggy. I'm your host for the night. I am back off last week and coincidentally i wasn't feeling too well but i'm i'm back uh you know wash your hands wash your ass so you don't have like me y'all know what it is uh we got a good good uh good show tonight man this is gang sports for the culture i got the gang with me um let me not waste no time and let me introduce the guys man we just gonna go top to bottom and starting at the top left what up man scruff lion Good ass sports. Didn't even adjust my microphone yet, but uh, I'm here. We here. We uh, ready to get in some topics, man. We got a lot of, a lot of, a lot of funny business going on these days. You know, when it comes to certain uh, establishments with demands, and uh, I got some demands myself. So let's get into it. It must be demand season uh, <laughs> or command season. We'll see. <laughs> You said bottom, right? Either way, we go, we go bottom. Hey, right. Y'all know who I am, man. It's your boy, Young Rome 22 on all socials. Hit that like button, follow button. Uh, thanks for tuning in tonight. We got a dope show. A lot of, could, could be some controversial topics that we get into, man. So I'm interested to see everybody's opinion tonight. Um, and we want to talk about one of my favorite things that I never thought would see happen. Dan Snyder selling the commanders. Washington football fans across the world rejoicing. Never thought I'd see this day, but we we gonna get into it. Mm. Yeah. Never thought I'd see the day either, man. Get them, get those guys out of Landover. But uh, <laughs> bottom 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 left, man. You good to go, G? Yeah, I'm good to go. Uh, so, ladies and gentlemen, and clearly, uh, the Yankees are having a free agency sale for every player right now, and I'm kind of happy. I'm super happy. I am super happy. And then the Giants are still have a better record than the Commanders. Bryce, I'll give you three weeks out. You went from two to three. As a matter of fact, I'll give you four weeks. So you damn sure ain't about to beat the Eagles. So I'll give you four weeks to catch up, Bryce. Four weeks. <laughs> I feel it. I feel it. <laughs> Stay on football right now, man. Uh, interesting week. And uh, it's a lot of parity in the league right now. And, and you can tell by how everybody was kind of mid against the spread this week. Nobody kind of knocked it out of the park. Yep. Uh, we were getting five, six picks right. But um, so what's y'all takeaways from this week, man? It was a lot of good games, a lot of close ones. Yeah, I mean, I think I could start off with this one. And I'll say that uh, – I think the Miami Dolphins have the best offense in football. Um, I think it's pretty clear to the, to say that when I watched them last week. Uh, they just getting up and down the field like it's nobody's business. And the way he's getting the ball to Tyreek Hill is kind of absurd. Uh, Tyreek Hill looking like he was well worth the money. Um, shit. Tyreek Hill looking like an MVP candidate, if you ask some people. Uh, so I will say that, you know, the Dolphins are the number one offense in the NFL. With that being said, they might have the worst defense in football also. Um, so, you know, that was one of my biggest takeaways. 
from the weekend. Also, Chiefs and Chiefs and them boys. You know what I mean? I thought Titans had him handled the whole game, and you just can't keep that man out, that boy Patrick. So those are my biggest takeaways from the weekend. Definitely, definitely. Uh, Miami looks super explosive. Uh, if you ever play with them on Madden, they're explosive on Madden. Uh, that, that's G's Super Bowl pick. <laughs> so he's down there flexing uh, like Ronnie Coleman. But uh, <laughs> yeah, buddy. <laughs> yeah. Like, what? <laughs> what, what? <laughs> what? What I thought was interesting is uh, Chiefs normally have the explosive offense, right? We're used to seeing Pat and the guys be the number one offense, and uh, it was a bit of a foul matchup for him. Derrick Henry versus Pat Mahomes. And uh, like you said, man, Pat just finds a way to get it done every single time. Uh, I'm going to get my quick takeaway from that game. Uh, end of the game, overtime, or we got to throw the ball. It, it couldn't put Derrick Henry on the field. Uh, so I, and I, I don't want to bash Derrick Henry. He's, he's still a great running back, but how can you help me if in passing situations we, we can't play you? But um, – they had the whole. They had the had the control of the game the entire game. You know what I mean? Which is crazy, and it's almost like that same situation with the Ravens uh, coming in. You know, them late quarter, fourth quarter games, not being able to finish because they be up all game. They don't know what it feels like to be down. Like, it's like I say, you got to throw to win this league. It's a big boy league. Got to have a QB out there. Uh, what was your biggest takeaway this weekend? My New York is back. New York is finally back in foot. Football's finally back in New York, not just because the Bills, because look at that Jets defense. My biggest takeaway, Sauce Gardner. Jesus Christ, what a draft steal for the Jets. Oh, man, that boy played a hell of an end of the game. Step for step, shit, he could be a receiver if he wanted to, in my opinion. that That's one of my biggest takes and my last take besides Miami. Oh, man, I want to say Justin Field is the first Ohio State quarterback that could make it in the NFL. Poor man. Talk about a guy with no weapons, nothing on offense, nothing in defense, just by himself. Shit. And, and it sucks that he can't win the game because you can't do it all by yourself. But what was it, 170-plus rushing yards? Yeah. He, he, yeah. Even, even, with, even with Claypool, you, you still can't? I don't even I don't know what to say. But Claypool just got there like three days ago, bro. Give the guy some slack. Nah, but look what Odell Beckham did his first his what his three days over there when he went to the Rams. Claypool, Odell had a Claypool great game. Ain't, Claypool ain't gonna make that kind of difference. Odell Beckham is a nah, lot better player than Chase. Nah, Claypool. they're both the same kind of players from last year and this year. They're not. No nah, one is better. Bro. Okay. Nah. Both of them ain't. Odell Beckham. You talk about Odell Beckham. No one's saying Odell Beckham is the number one receiver. Solo. You talk, you talk about Odell Beckham. Nobody's trading away Odell Beckham unless they have a dumbass quarterback like Baker Mayfield. That's well, they didn't like trade people, away for him. People trade never, away Chase Claypool because he's not that great. Um, but my biggest takeaway from, the, from, from this weekend was indeed Justin Fields. Um, I, I think he's just as good, if not better, than Jalen Hurts. I think if he was surrounded by the same amount of talent, the Bears would be in a much better position. Um I thought he was better than Hurts, really, from the jump. So that was my biggest takeaway uh, from this weekend was that the Bears have their quarterback. It's just, are they ever going to be willing to actually build around him? Um, another takeaway I had from this weekend was what in the world happened to Aaron Rodgers? Like, this man has fallen off of a cliff. Like, this whole Packers team, uh, he held them hostage with this whole retirement thing. 
acting like he was going to go. Uh, now they got to make decisions with him and all that. And now they got him and, and look at him. You know, like, wh- wh- what are the Packers going to do? What's going on in Green Bay? Bro, I should slap the shit out of you, bro. Are you kidding me with this with this narrative, bro? First of all, you about, first of all, all right, how about Justin Fields? Let's, let's just keep him comfortable <clears throat> with guys in this draft class, okay? He's better than Trevor Lawrence, okay? Like, these are the guys we can compare him to. You don't need to start comparing him to Jalen Hurts yet. That's one thing. Two. Um, Wait, who the fuck is Jalen Hurts? No, no, no. Let him go. Let him go, G. Let him go. Let him go. <laughs> go ahead. He's what? He's a, he's a much better quarterback in this state and time, bro. That's all it is. And what, and that's because of what? Like, why why is oh, that? Okay. Uh, back to the, my original point. So how are you going to come at Justin Fields and the Bears for lack of weapons and then try to put it all on Aaron Rodgers? Like, he's the one that's the GM of the team, bro. He don't got no weapons. He don't got squat, bro. They had a poor he is the GM receiving. of the team. They had a poor receiving core entering the season, bro. And it got worse. Cobb got why is Why is Cobb, Randall Cobb, Cobb even on Cobb, that team? <laughs> He's he's on that team because Aaron Rodgers is the damn GM. He's not like the is the Aaron Rodgers' team. team. Bro, he's not the damn GM. If he was, they would have had he a held team. the whole he held the whole franchise hostage. Talking about, oh, I might retire, I might not. And then he comes back talking about y'all need to do this, that, and the third. They make the moves you want, they bring back your old friend. Now he's hurt, so y'all suck. Like, come on, man. Bro, bringing back my old friend does not equate to wins, bro. It equates to team morale, okay? Like, you know what I'm saying? If you're <laughs> And holding the team franchise, uh, uh, the, the team hostage because of your retirement situation, that's one thing. But he doesn't have control over the roster, bro. Like, he would have had another receiver if he would have had the choice to. Green Bay is doing what they've been doing for years, which is not being able to put the, the assets together. Matter of fact, I feel as though the Bears only went and got Chase Claypool because they wanted to spite the Green Bay Packers, bro. Like, yeah, to be fair, to be fair, the Packers did try and they failed to get Claypool. I think they failed to get Waller, too. So I'll give you that. I'll give you that. He's not making all the moves. Obviously, if it was up to him, he would have had one of those guys. But and that's like a pipe dream, even like Waller. They said they tried to get Waller in a trade for Devontae Adams. So you mean to tell me when you give up Devontae Adams, they want to give him up. So what the hell are they going to give him up for now? (laughs) You know what I'm saying? So like. It's not realistic, bro. The Packers was just playing around. And I don't know. Maybe they done done for the season. I don't know. I wouldn't count them out, though. Everybody's going to just ball with the guys that he got, man. I'll, I'll keep an eye on Christian Watson next week. That's all I'll tell you. Yeah. Uh, the guy spent all offseason eating mushrooms. I'm not sure. <laughs> like, and he, was, he was praised for that. <laughs> A franchise quarterback for drugging during the offseason. And um, the results kind of show, you know what I'm saying? Who's <laughs> in the red zone? I think he hit his own guy in the helmet with the ball once. Um, uh, you know, we used to Rogers being a magician, but now he's just a no show. So I, I, I don't know, man. But I, I do want to talk about Justin Fields. Uh, that's a crazy comparison. He's not Jalen Hurts, at least not Jalen Hurts year three. He's Jalen Hurts year one. Uh, I'll give you that. Um, he, he looks like a rookie quarterback. He looks like a guy with no help. Uh, struggles, still struggles pre-snap, still struggles post-snap. Um, but he's an athlete and he's a gamer. Uh, I don't want to be prisoner at a moment and, and say he's better than Trevor Lawrence and all these other guys. Uh, he had a great showing against who Scruff described as the worst defense in the league. So, uh, <laughs> <laughs> or you want to crown him, crown him. That's true. That's fine. 
Nah, I'm not going to. I'm not going to crown him, but I will say that he's the best quarterback of that draft class. He gave, came out in the same draft class with with uh, with uh, with Trevor Lawrence, Trey Lance, Mac Jones, right? And Bailey Zappi, got it. And he's clearly the best quarterback in that class, bro. I mean, we expected Trey Lance to be that guy, and obviously he got hurt within the first season. So you know, to be continued on that, you know, we'll, we'll see what he ends up being. Mac Jones, we've seen Mac Jones. We've seen him lose his job to a Bailey Zappi and then come back. And, you know, I don't know how how comfortable I'd feel with Mac Jones in the future. You know what I mean? If I'm in a dynasty league, which I do have Mac Jones in the dynasty league, I don't feel very good about his future. All right. We could, we could run the tape on Mac Jones, man. I said he wasn't it last season. Yeah, I don't, know if he's not it. I don't know if he's, he's not, not it, it. But he's not Justin Fields. Justin Fields actually has the game changer gene. You know what I mean? And I don't see that in Mac Jones. I don't really. I mean, Trevor, Trevor Lawrence will die this weekend, but he's not nearly as good as we thought he was going to be. I mean, yeah, Trevor's probably arguably the most disappointing out of that bunch um, because he was supposed to be the next hey, great. Call it what it is. Trevor's a bus. Ah, whoa. He's whoa, a bus. Whoa, whoa, whoa. They told, bus. They, they told us he was Andrew Luck. They told me he was. He was pro ready coming out the league, bro. He has been everything but that. And I know we can use the whole oh Urban Meyer held him back thing, man. But like we eight nine games into the season now, man. Have you been have you been impressed by Trevor Lawrence one time this season? Honestly, I haven't been. Uh, like he has, they've been in games. <laughs> <laughs> that means no, I have not been impressed by Trevor Lawrence. They've been in games though, and that means something. <laughs> They weren't in games last year. He's not a he hasn't played like a complete bum, but he's missed easy throws that based off what he was projected to be, he should have been making those in his sleep. You know what I mean? So <laughs> what I'm saying is based off the hype, he's falling way below that. So in my eyes, he's bust. I, I think we should be careful with these B words, bum and, and bust. I mean, uh, uh, if Geno Smith has shown us that sometimes yeah. you're, you're setting is, is the reason that you can't progress, the reason you can't grow. Um, Jacksonville hasn't really been really a place where quarterbacks have thrived. Uh, when's the last time you had a good one, Mark Brunel? I, I agree with all that, T, but what I'm saying is if you tell me that Sunshine coming out of college is the most pro-ready thing you've seen in the last 10, 20 years, then I don't give a damn what franchise he goes to. They're telling me he's, trans he's a transcendent player. I don't see anything like that. All right, but to the defense of Trevor Lawrence, how many quarterbacks do you know that have gone to Jacksonville and become game changers? I mean, um, we're talking about a franchise that became – that was is younger than me. It was, what, 1996? Like, right. So this franchise obviously hasn't even had that many QBs in its history, if we're really talking. But <clears throat> Trevor Lawrence was supposed to be the best one when they drafted him, and he's he's not. All right. That like that's that's my point. Like when Trevor Lawrence came out, he was supposed to be that guy. Long he's hair. Really a bust, though. All right, let me put it like this. He's he's approaching bus territory. I'm about to say he ain't looking though. No, he looking much better than Dwayne Haskins was when y'all had him. R.I.P. Right. Hey, is he? You know I was calling him a bust. At least that right there. This man started. They, every they game. definitely were. They definitely were. Trevor Lawrence started every game, bro. I'm not gonna call him a bust. He showed up to work every day, and they they've been doing all right. And they're the Jaguars, bro. You know what I'm saying? If you elevate the Jaguars, 
the main the main difference in that though is when Dwayne Haskins was drafted, a lot of people probably even came on this show and said that it was a reach. <laughs> so so no one was calling Trevor Lawrence a reach. Like that's the that's the main part. Like Trevor Lawrence was supposed to be the man. Well, is he is he top fifteen? I always say you know, the success of a rookie or a young quarterback is going to be based on what they have around him. And uh, for, he didn't have any weapons, and then right. he, he got some this year, and they're competitive. I mean, right. but if Kirk is your best receiver, he was what a two, three? He was like a three. He's like a he fringe was like a two, yeah, if that two yeah. when he was with the Cardinals. So to go from the Cardinals, and now this is your wide receiver one. That's still Evan Ingram's probably the best receiving threat over there. That's no bull though, because if you put if you put him back on the Cardinals, he might not even crack the starting lineup. He's not maybe playing. not, but he's he's he seems to be Trevor's favorite receiver right now. Like he's having a great year with Trevor. That's that's really the only connection he has. Like, look, bro, Trevor Lawrence just ain't it. And y'all know it. Y'all know he, he's not what he was. He's not. He's false advertising. Fine. He's not a bust. He's not, not a bust. What I'm he is is to. false advertising. No, I'm not ready. Nah, to go there. let's be serious, bro. Like people like Patrick Mahomes, Lamar Jackson, Deshaun Watson. Those are anomalies in this in this day and age, bro. Where these guys are gonna excel the first two years and be great quarterbacks from here on right. out. Thank Look, you. first so, year, I'm, no I'm gonna keep it all the way real. Let me finish. Let me finish. First year, no one said Peyton Manning was gonna be the guy. Everybody was like, "Yo, shit, bad first year." Second, third year, the man excelled. Shit, no one said Tom Brady's going to be who Tom Brady was. It takes time. These guys are all anomaly. Andrew Luck was an anomaly. And Mark Mayock and all the rest of these, these guys that compare players to other players, bro, they're fucking throwing darts on the wall. These guys are going to compare fucking poo-poo paper to fucking gold leaves if they can. This will make you buy into whatever bullshit they want you to hear. So now, come on, man. Trevor Lawrence is, deserve a break. Just as much as we all got to give Justin Fields no, a break. No, no, I'm not going to be and be like, like Trevor Lawrence is a bust. Come nah, on, this is the Jacksonville Jaguars, the, bro. The, the three, this the is three Jacksonville guys, Jaguars. This well, is the like three guys you named that were anomalies. The commanders. Not happening. You the, on the straight three, propaganda right now, bro. You out here trying to elevate, you try elevate a high-level mid and you try to uh, decelerate high-level mid. These niggas is in the same category, bro. For real. Just First of all, I didn't I didn't name bro. I didn't name anybody else when I was talking about Trevor Lawrence. All I said was Trevor Lawrence is this. I didn't compare Trevor to nobody else. Nobody else. Y'all started throwing in all these other names. To Andrew Luck. <laughs> because that's what he was supposed to be when he came out. Was he not? Okay. Was that not the hype around him? And look, look, gee, let, me, let me respond to your point. The, th the three people you named there were anomalies, right? And I'm gonna get real here. They were Deshaun Watson, black, Patrick Mahomes, black. Lamar Jackson, black. Oh, nobody knew they were going to be great. But we all said Trevor Lawrence was going to be the man. And now that Trevor Lawrence isn't the man, oh, we got to cut him some slack. Give him a break. How, who, who's gone to Jacksonville and been good? Like, nah, bruh. Nah, I'm not, I'm not giving Trevor Lawrence an inch of slack. You were supposed to be the man coming out, transcending the franchise. You were supposed to make Jacksonville somebody. So, nah, no. No slack for me. Please not bring your white quarterback. <laughs> for your white quarterback. Hey, bro. Hey, bro. Let, let me let me run some. Let me run something so you can you can open up and you can see your own bias, bro. Because there's no bias, bro. Trevor Lawrence is ninth right now in the league in passing yards, bro. And Justin Fields isn't even on this list, bro. 
He's not. I, I didn't compare him. I have to go. Get, I have to go to the second page to get to him, bro. He's lower than Let's, let's run the tape back five minutes when when Scruff said Justin Fields was better than Trevor Lawrence. I didn't say that. Scruff said that. So what? What? Are, who's on propaganda? I said they on the same. They on the same playing field, and we, we could be comparing the, the quarterbacks. You said you said Justin Field was was the best one out the class, and now now he's not even on the list. Nah, he's on the all list. I'm, saying, I'm just talking about based on passing yards. All I'm saying is Trevor Lawrence is false advertising. I don't know, bro. Okay, I, I understand. I'm not. I'm not gonna debate Trevor Lawrence too much. You know what I'm saying? Like the proof is in the pudding. Uh, he hasn't won. He hasn't got to the playoffs. The team hasn't had much success. Uh, he's put up better numbers than Justin Fields, but he's had more more help than Justin Fields. So. High level mid. High level mid is probably the. the, the <laughs> it's like a backhanded compliment. Until we see Trey Lance, but um, it's, it's like the bud. You would smoke it, but you know you wouldn't. You wouldn't brag about it. <laughs> <laughs> all right, all right, all right. Let's, let's talk about somebody that's uh, I don't know, man. He he's the highest of high levels. He's premium. He's he's granddaddy perp. Uh, Tom Thomas Brady, man. You know, <laughs> trade his family to fight for overtime wins against Matt Stafford. Uh, <laughs> crazy, but here we are. Brady threw for what? Uh, now they said the record uh, over 100,000 combined passing yards. That's a crazy uh, amount of passing yards. Crazy. Amount. I don't know if that'll ever be duplicated. Maybe, maybe not, but. How do you guys feel about Brady uh, and, and, and Tampa Bay, who's, who's back on top of the division? So I'm going to share a story with y'all. So today I was on I was on movie binge. You know, I watched The uh, Wolf of Wall Street today. And I see a lot of similarities between old Wolfie and uh, Tom Brady. My man was living in the moment, bruh. He was living in the moment, bro. He had the wifey. He had the kids. He had the money. He could have walked away with all of it, you know? But he got up on that stage. And he delivered the speech and he said, I'm not going. I'm not going. I'm staying. <laughs> and everything went to shit after that, bro. The feds came down on him. The wife left him. She didn't even want, she was like, yo, go ahead. She didn't want, didn't want to mess with the dude no more, bro. So, so having the timeliness to know when your time is up, bro, it is a skill, bro. It is a skill. Tom Brady does not have that skill, bro. He's past, he's past due. He's past due, bro. What I seen was, yes. I did see him lead a game-winning drive. Yes. After being mediocre for the whole game, bro, you talk about Trevor Lawrence, bro. Like, he looks a lot like Trevor Lawrence. <laughs> Trevor Lawrence is actually more entertaining to watch than Tom Brady, bro. You feel me? Except for that final drive. Oh, man. That's what happens when you talk bad about the GOAT, Scruff. That's what happens when you talk bad about the GOAT. You get frozen. <laughs> Moment for a second. <laughs> It's all good. Look, but you get my point. He passed due, bro. He uh expired meat. You know what I'm saying? I mean, did he did he look better than Stafford? Uh, yeah. What about did he did he look better than Rodgers? Yeah. Both of those guys will still be in the league now. Arguably, Tom could probably still play this game. Yeah. Now I get what you're saying, right? He he didn't look like the Tom of past, but I mean, he went down there and let it drive with no uh. No timeouts. What was it, 40 seconds maybe? Against Aaron Donald, who they say is the best player in football. Not best defensive player, best player in football. And Jalen Ramsey, who people still have as a top five corner. Uh, you got to respect the GOAT, man. Got to respect it. 
mean, yeah, I mean, Brady, Brady's out there giving it his all. Uh, I, I agree with both of you, right? Like, I'm with T, you got to respect it, but I mean, we all watched it, man. Scruff's right. Like, Brady's like, he's it's it's time, bro. Like, it's you know, what I mean, like, he he probably should have called it quits when he had the chance. Um, but who knows, man? Like, like, like that the 30 for 30, whenever this, whenever it comes out, this part will be the most interesting chapter because. Whatever happened with him and Giselle, man, uh, I'm sure that that factors into all this. I'm sure that that weighs into all this in some way. Um, and who knows? Maybe Brady comes back for another year. But if he does, it can't look like this. So, so I don't tell know. you what, I don't have to respect it, Rome. Actually, I don't respect it at all because they have the same record as the Atlanta Falcons. All right. Who T said was trash. Right. I picked them to cover the spread every week, though. They, them boys cover the spread. <laughs> But Marcus Mariota is playing to the same level, four and four, five with the Buccaneers. And Marcus Mariota is playing with Drake London, not playing with Mike Evans, Chris Godwin, you know, Julio Jones, uh, Leonard Fournette. You know, they're playing with Marcus Mariota, Tyler Allegar, uh, you know what I'm saying, Drake London, and Kyle Pitts, bro. You know, and I don't know a single soul on their defense besides Rashad Evans. So, I mean, let's keep it funky though. So, who's winning that division? Because that division is trash. I mean, I would hope that the, 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 if, if the Bucks don't win the division, it would be a disgrace. So you still respect <laughs> it? You still respect it? You giving them the division? I think it's like it's like they backing into it, bro. You so know, who you got? Who you got winning that? Yeah. False you know, advertising, as you said. You know, I, <laughs> I do not bet against Tom Brady. Uh, I'm going to go down with the ship. Literally. I'm Buccaneers. Nah. <laughs> this is the year I'm going to predictly, correctly uh, predict that Tom Brady is falling off a cliff. G, who you got winning the South? First of all, I want to go back to that Rams game. The Rams defense gave up that game with that pass interference <laughs> call. So, this not, I like Tom Brady win nutty buddy. That, that game was horrific. <laughs> the, the Rams defense held that game together until that last pass interference call. Mike Evans ain't the shit. But, like, why would you bet against Tom Brady, man? The Saints is boo-boo. The Panthers don't know who's going to be the quarterback for the next 10 years, apparently. And then you and then you got the Falcons. The Falcons are uh, they're the legit underdogs that no one's seen coming. Mm. But who are you going to – why would you bet against Tom – yeah, why would you get, bet against – Tampa, Tampa just got to get the shit together. That's all this. That's, that's all I have to say. Yeah, I'm gonna go with Tampa. Uh, you think you think you think they're gonna get their shit together though? Like we halfway through the year. At this point, why wouldn't you? You're playing in the worst division of all of football right now. Hey, I guess they got the best chance to get their shit together. I, I agree. They, they are playing the worst division. Easiest path. Easiest path. You probably you, you might not have to go 800 to win that division. I mean 500 to win that division. <laughs> Might you might get in there with a, a eight win season, but uh, I guess my last question is uh, I'm, I do want to hit on the, the NFC uh, East, well the NFC in general, man. Well, what, how are we feeling about the teams at the top, man? The Vikings, uh, Eagles, Cowboys, Giants, uh, all Seahawks, all six seven win teams. Like, are, are those are any are all those teams the real deal? Because I mean, the, the Seahawks, the Seahawks, the Giants, Kirk Cousins, and the Vikings. I mean, this is what you're looking at. These guys could potentially be in the Super Bowl if things keep going the same way they're going. So, like, 
are we believing in any of these teams or is somebody bound to have a fall from grace? I mean, I called Kirk and them to the Super Bowl, so, you know, the white boy going to dance his way there. How do you feel about that Hawkinson trade? Hey, I love it, man. It, it just boosts it just boosts the chances. Uh, he was already making plays, man. I think he's going to fit like a glove. Yeah, I, I love that trade for Kirk. Uh, Vikings, uh, definitely Super Bowl, Super Bowl odds had to change just getting Hawkinson. Uh, they look good. Vikings look good. Um, I'm not sure why you why they need to battle with Taylor Heineke and make it so dramatic, but uh, I, I never thought they'd lose that game. Yeah, they're not that good though. That's the point. I mean, about? I I had them. I had us losing to the Vikings when Taylor Heineke was announced as a starting quarterback. I said he'd go three and one. I said we lose to the Vikings. He he played at least four games, so you know what that means for next Monday, Scruff. Do we see? Do we see Sam Howe? Hey, look, all I'm saying is next Tuesday is going to be a real interesting show. That's all I'll say as far as it goes for Commanders-Eagles. You're not getting nothing else out of me. Well, let me get – well, can I get a prediction there? You're not getting nothing else out of me, bro. All I'm saying is it's going to be a real fun show next Tuesday. We no, have- it's damn yeah, right. business. What do you go? You want it or not? Rome going to be sick next week. Watch. Nah. Yeah. Nah, I'm, I'm going to be – How many more good. sick days you got left, my boy? <laughs> It's gonna be a real good show next Tuesday. Yeah, right. bro, I'm gonna stick. I'm gonna make sure I send you some 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 paper tissues and napkins to wipe your face with on Tuesday. <laughs> so, so Sincerely from Giants. Mon- Monday night Eagles Eagles Commanders. Can we get a prediction? Oh, Commanders, thirty-one what? to thirty. I mean, not Commanders. Commanders <laughs> getting the ass busted. Eagles thirty-one to Commanders three points. He's yeah. talking shit. <laughs> bro. It's in Philly, bro. It's not going to be pretty. Um, you know, since like I told y'all about the last time, it was a Monday night game in Philly, bro. They're going to have the cheesesteaks grilling. They're going to have Meek Mill performing. It's going to be a it's going to be a disaster for Washington, bro. Uh, Eagles will cover the spread. It's 11-point spread. I like, the, I like the Eagles cover the spread here. Uh, final score prediction, 28 to 14. Is this the uh, first time you guys played on Monday night since the Deshaun Jackson, Michael Vick, Jeremy Macklin? No, no. You you really just said that so that you could mention that shit. <laughs> nah, we played on Monday night a couple weeks ago. <laughs> yeah, we, yeah, we played. Nah, Washington and Philly played on Monday night like last year, I want to say, or the year before that. Okay. I'm not a, you know, Washington historian, so, you know, but I do, I do recall. But you remember that, though. You remember, you remember that. I, because when I left work and it was a, a zero zero game, by the time I made it to the car, you, you guys were down three touchdowns. <laughs> right now, let's talk about let's talk about the NFC though. Like you were saying, uh, T, best team in the NFC right now, uh, record wise, is the Eagles, and then the second best team is the Vikings. But let's not forget, and G, you was there with me watching Kirk Cousins and them boys get destroyed on Monday Night Football by the Eagles, bro. And that was when the Eagles were just starting to get rolling. You know, they've been rolling a little harder now. So, like, I don't really have too much fear or respect for the for the Vikings. The Cowboys don't really strike too much fear in my heart either. The Giants, I mean, I think that they're making the most out of their situations. Uh, but I don't see them making the most out of, out of playing us. You know what I mean? The Seahawks are playing pretty well as well. But I wouldn't. Where I wouldn't take the Seahawks. All right, all right, man. Just book it. Just book it. Eagles to the Super Bowl. Just say it. Just say it. 
The only team that gives me a little bit of worry is the 49ers just because they have the personnel to match up against the Eagles. They have an offense that could potentially be more dangerous, but they're also underachieving too. They're four and four. Okay. I mean, I respect that. I, that the Eagles is the team as a 49ers fan. That's the team I don't want to play. I'll play the rest of these bums. But, uh, gee, um, I, I do need to ask you about your, your Giants so we can wrap up this uh, football real quick. Um, the Giants are 6-2, and two, but out of all the six-win teams, they've scored the least and the least <laughs> by a lot. So, <laughs> you know, the, the, for, uh, just to put it in perspective, the Seahawks have scored 240 points in eight games. Uh, the Giants scored like one, 160, 163. So uh, should, why, why should we take the Giants serious? Hey, man, listen, but do we win games? That's the real question. Do we win the games? Answer that question. Do we win games? You do. And what does that win column say by those points? Uh, six, six and two, third in the division. But but there's a win column. No, no, no. Watch your mouth. Hold my nuts, Nick. You can hold them. Yeah, I know you got some hand warmers in there somewhere around there. If you don't got them on them on you right now. But what do, what does my win column say, kind sir? Can you please tell me, host? Six wins. And that's what matters, baby! <laughs> hey, listen, I'm, I'm happy. We're, we're, we're better record than the than the Washington Commanders. <laughs> hey, Arone, you can keep that face all the way until two Tuesdays from now. Because you're going to hold that next Tuesday, that same face you got going there. Just screenshot that face and let that be. Every time you get off screen, that's that picture we're going to have to see from here on now. That's the one you, you put on. That's the face we need. That's the face your mama loves you with. But besides that, uh, hey, listen, the Giants are pretenders. I'm not going to say here that we're good. We're, we're, the, the one thing we're missing is a receiver. That's what the Giants are missing. We got the running. We got a quarterback that, that could run. He just doesn't have weapons that could fucking catch the ball or try to hold on to them shits. Matter of fact, Nick, you got those hand warmers. Can you send a couple of those hand warmers you got to the Giants offense? So that way these guys could like keep nice warm hands so they could just learn how to grab shit. These motherfuckers can't grab, can't catch a cold even if they wanted to. But Maybe they just don't want to play for y'all, bro. Hey man, listen, the only one that don't want to play for us is uh is Holiday, Galladay. Nah, your boy Tony didn't want to play either. Your boy Kadarius Tony uh was injured every week. Doubtful every day, miss a million. That's, and that's fine with me. That's fine with me. That's fine with me. Listen, he only caught how many how many catches did he made that game? Three more than he had all season. Yeah, that's, that's <laughs> all. That's a, and that's his problem. That's just fine with me. It's not like he had a hundred yards. Look, he's in the he's bottom of the totem pole. He's not doing nothing with them anyways. It's fine. He, I am at I'm I'm, I'm fine. You're gonna be I'm fine. He and matter of fact. If I'm going to be sick, then you're going to be sick if you're going to the Super Bowl and have to play against the Kansas City Chiefs because you damn sure ain't about to beat them on no Sunday. They got to make it there, though. The AFC so is who? much more difficult than the NFC. I don't respect any of these teams in the NFC. I, Bro, you, you're, not, you're still not better than Dallas. I'll tell you that so, right now. So, Scruff, the defense Scruff, is not before, better than before, Dallas. Before we get off football, Scruff, are the Eagles going 17-0? Undefeated? 18-0, whatever it is? Y'all aren't losing no games? Because the way you talk, I don't, I don't fear nobody in the NFC. All these teams, bums, and 49ers underachieving. Like, so Eagles to the Super Bowl, y'all ain't losing nothing. Y'all flying high all the way to the chip. I think we're going to lose one. I just don't know which game it's going to be. 
So, so what's your remaining schedule right now? It's pretty easy. So y'all, y'all gonna lose one game all season? Cause you're gonna lose to Dallas. You're gonna lose to Dallas. And not in we watched Cam Newton have a uh, one loss season. Now Jalen Hurts is Cam Newton. We got Maybe. Commanders this week in Philly. We got the Colts on the road. The Colts. We have the Packers in Philly. Uh, we have the Titans in Philly. That might be a tough game, Titans. Uh, Eagles at Giants. Gonna be away. Mm-hmm. So we'll see. That could be a candidate for a loss. Maybe who knows? The, the Giants. Oh wow. I think the Eagles are going to blow a couple of these games. We got the Bears. We got the Bears on the road. We got the Cowboys on the road. We got the Saints at home. And we got the Giants again to close the season. So, like I said, I think maybe we might lose two of them games, but not because of a lack of skill, just because, yo, time is coming, bro. It's about time to take a shower. You know what I'm saying? It's time to refresh. That's I'd rather it. lose one now, and then we could get restamped. Yeah, yeah. No, I, I, know, I, know, I know what you're saying. It's definitely better to get that out the way. Yeah. I mean, that that's a winnable schedule. You could go yeah. undefeated. They could go undefeated. You know, they could go undefeated. Oh, oh my goodness, y'all are bugging. This is the NFL. They're not going undefeated on that schedule. Bro, they'll schedule have is- they'll have two or they'll have two or three slip ups. There's a couple okay. and, and and probably still be fine. I'm not even saying that all of a sudden they're just gonna like crumble. I'm just saying like it's the NFL. Y'all yeah. they'll lose they'll lose one of those games and then come back and smoke somebody and it's I mean, Giants game seems like it's, it's uh, trap games. Like you know what I mean, games, yeah, divisional games are usually a little sticky, bro. Especially on the road. Two of them on the road. So, all right, well, let, let's. You're gonna lose. Let me tell you right now. You're gonna lose for Christmas. You ain't about to beat Dallas for Christmas. Yeah. No, I don't think I beat Dallas. I yeah, yeah, yeah. They might. They might fuck around and rig that one. <laughs> I, I don't think Dallas can beat them. I think that's. A, I think Philly just can. Make- with, with Dallas, but uh, what I do want to say is the Washington football team, uh, a, a lot of fans' dreams have just came true uh, with the recent news that Dan Snyder plans on selling the franchise, and um, we've seen a lot of names thrown out there, but the two that are drawn the most attention are Jeff Bezos and Jay-Z, H to the Izzo. Um, I'm going to start with Rome, man. This is your mob. Uh, I know you've wanted this day for my whole life. Like, <laughs> well, since, since he bought the team, basically. I mean, look, uh, I never thought I'd see this day. I never, you know what I mean? Like, COVID happened, and I feel like we're living in, like, a post-apocalyptic world. Like, Vince McMahon don't own WWE, and Dan Snyder's selling Washington football team. I, I literally never thought I'd live to see either one of those things. Uh, and I'm not even that old yet. So who knows what else will happen? Um, but yeah, the the fact that Bezos is, is teaming with Jay Z to potentially buy the team, who knows where this is even going to go? It's in the very early stages. Um, so who who knows, right? Really, it's just speculation and rumors. I think TMZ had Bezos and Jay Z eating dinner uh, in L- out in LA, allegedly discussing the whole situation. Um, but again, it's mostly all just speculation, so I can't predict what's going to happen. But I can say. If Jay Z is the owner of my favorite franchise in all the sports, um, that would be wonderful. One of my favorite rappers, owner of my favorite team, that's like a dream come true. So, yeah, I, I, I'd be lost for words, man. Like, I, I don't know. I'd probably be a season ticket holder. Okay. So, uh, I heard a lot, but 
None of that translated to wins. Um, <laughs> oh, whoa, whoa. See, this got low blow shit. None of that translated to wins. The question the question was, oh, Washington fans rejoice. Dan Snyder selling the team, but none of that relates to wins? Like, come on right? now. I, I, I thought uh, people hated Snyder because the team wasn't winning. Um, so I, I okay, I, they, they hate Dan Snyder because the team's not winning because of the sexual assault allegations, uh, because of the way that the franchise was run, the organization, people slapping reporters on the ass, um, the, 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 the team radio announced guy on a hot mic saying shit about cheerleaders, cheerleaders going to weird islands to perform for people. Um, but yeah, losing, losing was also on the list. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Put it like that. Uh, football becomes a little bit secondary. Um, but I guess anybody, anything's better than Dan. Uh, Scruff G, uh, somebody chime in, man. How do you feel about Amazon Prime linking up to potentially buy this team? I'm not sure, to be honest, how I feel about Bezos, to be 100%, 100% honest. We do know that Dan Snyder has allegations of a, you know, sexual misconduct in the workplace and a hostile work environment. For those that are women, uh, I know some men that work for the Washington Commanders in high-level positions, mind you. Didn't speak too kindly of the man Snyder. They said everything <laughs> that they could say without losing their job when they spoke to me. Uh, won't say anything further about that. If you're a black person that works in that organization, I'm sure it's shitty. If you're a woman in that organization, I'm sure it's shitty. Matter of fact, like it's a dysfunctional franchise in terms of the way that they're operating. This goes beyond football. This goes into business. This goes into operations. Sometimes when you got too much power at the top, you just think you can do whatever you want, right? I'm going to pass this franchise down to my kids. You know, he was on some like, oh, y'all trying to come for me? <laughs> you trying to go Nino Brown on him? He said, nah, I'm taking y'all all with me. I'm like, oh, 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 take it easy, bro. This is a sport for family, bro. It's supposed to be, bro. Take it easy, bro. But with that being said, I'm glad they're getting him the hell out of there because he was a stain on the franchise. He was a stain on the city, stain on the whole, you know, region Ooh. for real. So I'm happy that they can get out of there. We can move on to happier times in this area in terms of the ownership. And hopefully the people that work for the team don't get harassed. <laughs> That's not too much to ask, right? Uh, I don't think Jay-Z will be harassing them uh, for the most part. Uh, but I don't really know about Bezos too much, bro. Bezos has a history. Amazon has a history of doing some really shiesty shit. So, will Bezos go shiesty in the NFL too? I mean, you know, if it sounds like a duck, quacks like a duck, it's probably going to quack a little bit. You know what I'm saying? So, I don't know about Bezos. Bezos might be a little dirty himself. It feels like Bezos, if Bezos wants the team, he obviously could buy it, right? Like, the money's probably not an issue for Bezos. It seems like Bezos is going to be, you know what I mean, like the financer. And Jay Z or whoever is going to be in charge. That that's just my thought. Like I don't I don't know how much day to day Bezos would really be seeing over team stuff. Yeah, I don't know. I don't but know. again, that that like like you said, that'd probably be because he's probably off doing something shiesty stuff. And also, don't know if Jay Z would be successful as an owner either. Yeah, no. Nah, I mean, I feel like they're they're more like businessmen, and they'd probably just make sure that the right people were operating the team. As opposed to Dan Snyder, who's putting whoever's down with this little weird shit. Yeah, well, hopefully. Yeah, I just got a question, Rome. Knowing all this about 
this team, you still are a fan of this team. Absolutely. Absolutely. Because you're not you're never a fan of the owner. When I became a fan of the team, uh, no, Snyder but this sounds even, like Snyder wasn't even sounds, the owner. But see, this sounds like it's more just than the owner. It's like everybody in that organization is just straight poo-poo. Uh, you, you, you you said announcers, you said staffs. Yeah, he they're all gone. You, but you said all, all these it's, folks. Like, it's like it's like Scruff said, it trickled down from the owner. And who's the only one that's still there? The man in power. None of those people have a job right now. <laughs> like, like you know what I mean? Like, like the, the radio guy quit before before they even started coming for people. Really? And, yeah. Then you had you had <laughs> the audacity to talk crazy about my New York Giants. Hey, 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 criticize hey, hey, hey. us. Your organization, the Giants organization has some has some skeletons in their closet too. Maybe they're not sexually harassing people, but they're definitely racist. <laughs> I, and where's the proof in that? Nigga, y'all drafted Daniel Jones. <laughs> he said, where's the proof? Y'all drafted Daniel Jones. Y'all picked Brian Dayball as the head coach. Yeah, that whole, that whole that, Brian... That whoa, 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 whoa. So how's that working for us? Because there was both, both of those situations, there was a, clearly a black person that was ranked higher. Or was it no, it wasn't. No, it wasn't. No, it wasn't. Cause look at Tua now with Miami. Look at Tua right now with Miami. Okay. Okay, and what? Why are they looking so much better with their new coach? Because he actually. Thank you. Thank hey, you. Yeah, I don't. Thank I don't even. And now you're talking about the 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 Brian being a better coach than the Brian that I have now. How? <laughs> my man. My man's defense with the Steelers is bullshit. What are you hey, talking about, my man? You know how about this? How about keep those hand warmers that I told you still holding? <laughs> follow me a little bit more, sir. Keep on following me some more. Look at it. Look at it. I'm gonna show you a little pattern. Uh, follow them some more. Uh, keep on following them, sir. Just follow them. Uh. <laughs> Talking crazy. He's like racist. Racist because we drafted Daniel Jones. No, that was an idiotic move. We could have used that for a better pick to do something else. Y'all also, y'all also, also, also had Eli Manning and then y'all y'all had y'all had did my man Geno Smith dirty too. I ain't forget about that. But didn't we just talk about being in a better situation for quarterback? Because Geno Smith Look, was in New York and he was a bad starting quarterback in Look, both I, places. I'm, I'm sure the, the Giants. Come on, man, but, man! I'm gonna call your little, your little. Now you sounding like a YouTube conspiracy theories. Oh my God! Look at the Giants. They're they're what? Because he tried today. Sorry, sir. Get your shit together. It's okay. Oh, it's okay. Look first, at you. First news that pops up when I look up the Giants. It says, in yeah. lawsuit, Brian Flores accuses Giants of racism in hiring practices. Okay? Uh, yeah, that's what I was, was going to say. You're missing, but, you're but missing that's, the whole that's lawsuit. The, and that, besides that one lawsuit, that's not going to go nowhere. <laughs> hey, it said, look at this video. It said, Giant NFL disgusted by racist incident at home of Giants fullback. <laughs> what? <laughs> the Giants, are racist, the Giants. Giants coach says Mike Schilt yelled an explicit with racist undertones. <laughs> uh, hold on. A racist read. Enough. I'm just the enough, racist read. Enough, bro. All right. So here's a little full comments from Antoine Richardson after unfortunate racist incident. Oh, my bad. That's the, that's the, the 
That might be the ba- the baseball giants, but hey. Besides that, yeah, but back to the original qu- question at hand. No, I think this is just a PR stunt with uh with with the Washington Commanders. I don't think they're gonna sell the team. I don't think the NFL is gonna let Jeff Bezos and Jay Z join. Uh, I, I think this is just a stunt, just so that way, just, whatever the fuck. Daniel Snyder said a couple weeks ago what well, the news leaked out about him having dirt on every on every fucking owner. I think th- I think if anything, he's gonna sell a percentage of the team, not the whole team. Probably like give away like I want to say 51 percent, still owning a, a bigger share. But I think he's gonna sell it to multiple groups so that way that 51 is divided by other owners, not just one large group. So I think that that's that that's what he's gonna end up doing, cause fine, cause it sounds like he still want to be a part of the organization. The NFL w- can't really kick him out. They just want to make sure that he has a, a low stake in the organization. Cause at one point they were saying that they're gonna let his wife become majority owner of the team, if anything, and if at all. So I think this is just a ploy, just to, just so that way the news from the a thing, couple of weeks just washes away. I don't think he's gonna sell the team. The thing is, the reason I don't think it's the ploy, and a lot of people did think that in the beginning, is he's also getting investigated by Congress. And this last go around, they're talking about criminal charges. Yeah, so but these the, are billionaires, the, though, bro. These are the billionaires only that, way, that could change everything. They're the not only nothing, way bro. that the that Congress is going to drop those charges is if he sells the team. That was, it's not a coincidence that it's not a coincidence that this came out the week that they were bringing up criminal charges. All of a sudden, you got a bank to start looking at the future seller of the team when they're talking about sending your ass to jail. Like now, you want to sell? You know what I mean? Like, and let's not keep in mind the NFL owners were never against none of none of the sex. They they didn't have a huge problem with the sexual allegations. The other problem is Daniel Snyder was stealing money from them. Like Daniel Snyder, that, and that's why T, when you said the whole win loss thing, like no, the losses and the wins is completely separate from Daniel Snyder to me. To me, as a Washington fan, Daniel Snyder has to go because he's the scum of the earth. He's a horrible human. Like he's the bad guy that steals from fucking bad guys, bro. <laughs> like you got to get him he's a bad guy. He's a bad guy to steal from bad guys and then kick him out. <laughs> yeah, that's a quote. <laughs> so he's Brett Favre. Ooh, that's a bar. <laughs> Brett, Brett Frost, though, from, from some good people, man. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Allegations, yeah. allegations. These are all, ladies and gentlemen, these no. are all assumptions. These are all <laughs> alleged, allegedly, allegedly. Ladies and gentlemen, let's just say allegedly. He stole money from the Vikings. He stole money from the Jets. Like, bro, two sets of book is automatic foul play, bro. Yeah. Absolutely. Bro, that's what Ghost did, bro. Clubs, man, come on. <laughs> <laughs> Let me get my piece on this commanders. Snyder got to go. We 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 know that. Um, I don't know if Bezos and uh and, and Jay Z get the team. I do feel like I've said this on air. I think years ago. I think maybe beginning early pandemic that I, I thought trying to get the team. He already owns the Washington Post, um, and and they were killing. Snyder in, in the press, so always felt like this was his 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 backdoor in to get the team, we get Dan out of there, replace him with myself. I feel like the owners would love to have the club with them, you know, that that owners good old boys club. But one thing I've heard though is that uh, 
Byron Allen uh, is going to get the team. I, I've heard that he was, you know, kind of promised that when a team came up, he'd be the next in line. Um, I think Bezos is getting Jay-Z because you got to have some sort of minority owner at this point, right? Some sort of uh, black, brown, in-between type of person as part of the ownership. I don't think Hove would own any significant percentage of it, but I do think you need his face to kind of, uh, you know, for the perception, for the fans. Uh, what, what was Hove, how much that Hove own of the Nets? Like, yeah, I, I thought it was less than one. It was a piece of a piece of a piece. Um, so I, I feel like in this situation, maybe he owns five, maybe he owns 10. But uh, I think Bezos really wants the team, and he's just trying to get some. Don't be surprised if you see any more see more minority faces uh, lumped into that group because that's what's going to happen. It's going to be a group that buys the team. Uh, so, And I think Dan – and also, don't be surprised if Dan don't give the team up. All I've heard is that Dan has reached out to some banks <laughs> to talk about selling the team. Uh there's no guarantee that he sells it. Uh, everyone's acting like he will. The NFL's moving like probably, but uh, a true villain will get everyone's hopes up and say, "I'm not selling." <laughs> mm. and, and that is, and that is, that is, that is what Dan is—a true villain. So you might be on to something. T. All right, all right. Let's, let's 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 switch gears to somebody who's uh, been getting villainized a lot in the in the in the media. Um, Kyrie Irving and. Uh, you know, recently, you know, he, he was suspended for no less than five games. And uh, the Nets said he had to satisfy uh, just five, six, seven, eight, I don't know, just a group of conditions if he wanted to play basketball for the Nets again. And, uh, you know, a lot of people have had different thoughts and opinions on this. So I want to get you guys' take on uh, how the Nets are going about handling the punishment of Kyrie Irving. Um, so it's a jump ball, man. Whoever wants to go get it. I must say, this they're just stepping out of lines. I think they're stepping beyond their reach. I must say that none of us could hear, ever heard of Kyrie ever be anti-Semitic with any, or be racist to any other group, let alone a group in general. I think sometimes he did it is smart for his own for his own good. Sometimes he just doesn't know when, doesn't know how to talk to people in general. Like he has a security complex at times. And it's fine, I guess, but at times. But I think the I think the the Nets fucked up a while ago by not getting to the top, getting ahead of this situation, and to now try to do something and try to make them do all this stuff is just like mm, kind of out of line, in my opinion. And and it's just like what Jalen Brown has said he's gonna do as a vice president of the player associations. Like yeah, like I hope they appeal this. I hope they really go and appeal and back up Kyrie Irving on this, just because it's just. They're asking him to do a little too much just to post in a link. What happened about Amazon? Why are they selling that product still? Why are they letting that that product be be even on their shelves on their on their page? Why we're not talking about that? A guy that a guy we were just recently talking about buying an NFL team. Why is he letting? Why he's letting these kind of videos fly by his neck? You know, you, at one point you had YouTube. I mean, not YouTube. You had Twitter, like. Just canceling people just because they were saying some off the wall shit for anything and everything. And now, yeah. So I, I like I said, I, I believe that the Nets got ahead, got got to this a little too late, and they're out of line now. I believe that 
Kyrie Irving should have just apologized if it was back at him. Did he even say anything? I'm still confused about this whole situation. Well, like, did he say anything? He didn't directly say he was anti-Semitic. He did retweet or whatever a video that had anti-Semitic concepts. He didn't deny it, but he more or less said he can't be anti-Semitic because he's one of the original black Jews. Yeah. Okay. Or lost hidden tribes. Uh, yeah, he he essentially posted a, a video clip for those that don't know. He posted a not a video clip, but a posted an image, uh, you know, to a video that was the material is sourced from a book, and that's what's getting him in trouble. That book uh, quotes Hitler, uh, things like that. The, the book is troublesome to uh, people from the Jewish community, and when it was time for him to apologize, he didn't. It's come out right and apologize. Uh, he kind of, he kind of said, you know, he didn't know things like that, but he didn't come out and say, "I'm sorry." And he, you know, he he essentially didn't bend the knee or kiss the ring. And right. you know, the Nets are saying, "Look, this is what you need to do if you want to play basketball. He's got to take these sort of trainings. Uh, he's got to talk to the owner. There's a list. Uh, let me see if I can find a list." But I got the list. Here. Yeah, there's there's you six things. Apologize and condemn the movie. They want him to donate a 500k donation to anti-hate causes. They want him to do anti-Semitic training. They want him to do sensitivity training. They want him to meet with the ADL and Jewish leaders and to meet with uh, Joe Sy, I guess that's the owner, to demonstrate his, uh, I guess. So, okay, fellas. So, all right. So, so all right. So remember when the, that Eagles player got out of line and said some wild shenanigans? Yeah, I was, I was at the concert. So which yeah. is worse, saying that or posting a video that had a that has certain views about a particular race? Not yeah, gee, that that's what I was gonna not say. Right uh, Rod, Riley Cooper, when he was caught on camera saying the N word, uh, he didn't have to do six specific things like meet with the owner and pay five hundred thousand dollars to a you know what I mean like. That didn't happen to Riley Cooper. He got his job back pretty swiftly. Um, so I'm, I think he had to do some training or something like that. I'm not all the way sure, but look, shit. They, they, look, I, I understand. I understand. Yeah, I think I think he went to like some bullshit. Like they said, he went to some sensitivity training for like a day. But uh, I, I understand that that Kyrie offended a group of people. I understand that the video that he posted and the, the like he referenced the book and, and the quotes from Hitler. I understand how that is extremely problematic. For a lot of people. Um, and I understand if people don't accept the way that Kyrie apologized. I understand that too. What I don't understand is the list that Scruff just read. I don't understand why the people that are offended require all that for him to play basketball again. Right. Uh, we've talked about Kyrie a lot on the shows. A lot of times I've disagreed with him. Um, if I'm Kyrie in this situation, I'm probably done playing basketball. I'm probably standing on it to, to, to prove the point that, that much because I will come out and again and say, you know, if, if I'm genuinely not trying to offend those people, I, I would apologize if that's what he's trying to do. But I, I wouldn't jump through six literal hoops uh, for your benefit. You know what I mean? That's not a teaching moment. That's, that's you taking someone and, and forcing them to, to your way. You know what I mean? To an extent, like you're, you're making an example of someone. Um, and I don't like the optics of it at all. Right. And I got questions about this. Like, who is they? Right. You know, they want this. Who is that? Right. Who are you? Who are they? 
Who are they making these demands? Who was asking? Who made this list? Like, who the fuck are these people, bro? Make yourself known, bro. You know? Like, respectfully. The Nets, the Nets, the Nets, the Nets. Nah, but it's coming from the Jewish community. That's where the demands are coming from, right? So I got some demands, too. It's like I said. I demand uh, that we keep that same energy on all people that violate, you know, basically unsavory racist conditions. You know what I'm saying? So, hey, we're going to give Kyrie Irving, you know, sensitivity. To, where was Don Imus' uh, sensitivity training when he was calling them Rutgers basketball, beautiful women basketball team? Nappy head of hoes, man. I appreciate that shit. He's still on the radio. He didn't have to come up with a list. He didn't have to go to a black hair convention. You know what I mean? Like, he didn't have to do any of that shit. You know what I'm saying? So, like, where's the same energy when something is violated to us or other groups of people? And he well, didn't really violate, man. He didn't well, really violate. I, I've said this in the group chat. Um, I haven't had the opportunity to say it on the show, but, uh, you know, uh, p- part of this is, you know, when, when these other groups offend us, you know what I'm saying, as, as colored people, we don't really own enough to hold them to any fire or or make them atone for anything. Even if I'm not saying it's right, but even if we wanted to, how how what could we leverage to say, Riley Cooper, you can't be on a Tyler Perry movie? I guess I I don't know. Like, <laughs> nah, what, what you're saying you, what we don't have do? enough assets to take away from them to make sure make sure that they could hold them accountable in these moments, like the way Kyrie is, because they basically took his whole career from him. right, right. Exactly. What you, you know, could do trying to. with the Riley Cooper situation, though, I'm not playing with him. I'm not blocking for him. You're going to have to trade me. I'm not throwing him the ball, coach. Like, that's what that is. I, I, I totally agree. And I'm surprised that people, you know, lined up with him again. But also, at the time, I remember guys saying, like, this isn't who I know Riley to be. Uh, we didn't see that response for Kyrie. We didn't. We didn't we didn't see guys step up uh, initially and say, hey, Kyrie isn't that type of guy. Leave him alone. I mean, I guess it's okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, we did see the opposite, actually. We saw people like LeBron James come out and do really the most sucker shit I've ever seen him do in his career. Um, I, I didn't expect him to defend Kyrie Irving, but, like, he basically threw on it on the bus. He basically, he basically took the stance of everybody else, a part of the many people that I've seen that have basically just thrown him into the into the into the into the fire, basically. LeBron James, Adam Silver. I don't. I don't expect no difference from Adam Silver because you know yeah. he is a Jewish man at the end of the day, and he's a man of authority at the league. So he's supposed to clap back, right? But LeBron, bro, LeBron usually speaks out when 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 shit come down to it. But he has been quiet about China, so we know this man can't be bought by politics, right? So I don't have any respect for LeBron James in this situation, the way he's handled the situation. I don't have any respect for Stephen A. Smith, the way he's handled the situation. I don't have any respect for Uncle Santa Sharp, the way he's handled the situation. Uh, Jay Williams actually said something. Uh, oh, Richard Jefferson, you know what I mean? Malika Andrews. I, I don't got no love for any of the way that the, the, the situation is being handled by the media. There should be no reason why I'm watching uh, ESPN at 3 o'clock and I see a rabbi. We're talking about the NBA. You know what I mean? What's going on, bro? What's really going on, bro? But I do applaud Jay Williams. He's the only person that came out and spoke. But he spoke with the with the with the understanding and and saying that, hey, I might lose my job for this, and that's kind of what it takes. Unfortunately, um, it's crazy though. And I, I mean, one of the biggest lessons I learned in life was 
don't piss off the wrong person. You know how many times I done did that? Shit's done for you, bro. It's not ever pretty. And, like, it's not right. I was kicking and screaming and saying it was wrong then, too. But I was damn sure unemployed. So I get it, bro. And, you know, I hope Kyrie comes out of the situation all right, bro. He's way too talented of a basketball player to be kept, kept away from the game. But well, this is outrageous. I mean, in a, in a vacuum, right, uh, We we obviously we, we all feel like the, the punishment didn't meet the crime. But I I don't want to forget or I don't want to just kind of remove the fact that this isn't Kyrie's first encounter with the media. This isn't Kyrie's first time offending people. This isn't Kyrie's first time uh, speaking his, his truth and people completely disagreeing with it or just being able to disprove it. Uh, so I, I do think there's a bit of that in there. But it, it, it does seem like the NBA is hell bent on making him uh, an example almost. I wanted to I wanted to ask a similar question along those lines. Like, so T, because we've talked about it, talked about Kyrie and his other antics on the show plenty, right? And me and you tend to disagree with him, right? Uh, so do y'all think that that plays a factor into why a LeBron James and other NBA players haven't come out and supported him? Do you think Kyrie has simply just stepped into the, the, the murky waters too many times to where even if other NBA players might want to support him in this situation, they might feel like, man, Kyrie's always talking about flat earth this or, you know what I'm saying, getting into all that. So maybe do you think that might play a part in, in people not stepping up to the plate for Kyrie? Yeah, I think that's part of it. I think that's part of what they use to discredit him as well. Uh, why they make it so easy to just alienate him because of that. I just, you know, I don't think that's 100% the reason. I think the real reason is they tell him. And that, if you another thing I wanted to throw into the combo too and get y'all's thoughts on it is obviously Ye has some, some interesting comments that were, you know, similarly offensive to the Jewish community. Uh, but Kanye is not really in a sports league, so they can't really line up six things for him to do uh, in the way that Kyrie can. Um, and it might be a stretch, but do you think any of this plays like a larger role in a like, hey, Kyrie stepped in the mud. Now we're going to make the example out of him that we couldn't necessarily make out of Kanye. I mean, they made a pretty good example out of Kanye, uh, but there's no uh, there's no relation or comparison to what Kanye. Kanye was straight out point blank saying outrageous things. Right. Kyrie was deflecting of situations. He was trying to avoid saying certain things i don't see faults in that like i said i don't think there's nothing wrong with what he did i still show me the quote of him saying something straight anti-semitic and like i said where's the accountability bro but no i i don't think i don't think it's fair it's not anything like kanye so i mean this gives me the thinking like what do you do when um your truth or or maybe the actual truth uh offends another person or party you know, is, do you hold your tongue? Do you bite your tongue? Or do you just say, you know, speak your truth? Like, do you just, like, how, how do you maneuver through that? Because like you said, Kanye just spoke his mind. Kyrie kind of tried to dance around it and deflect here, you know, dodge here, be polit politically co correct. But how do you handle those situations? Bro, it's actually really easy. Um, but it's hard for some people. Um, I'll give you an example. I work. I go to work. I go to work meetings. Like I don't tell them about any of the stuff that I do. 
You know, I don't tell them about any of the extracurriculars. I don't tell them about my weekend, any of that stuff. You know, people ask me questions. I keep my mouth shut, bro. You know, Kanye West came up in a, in a conversation recently. I didn't say a damn thing. I kept my mouth shut. I listen and watch. I sit here like Willy Wonka. Like, let me watch y'all say something. <laughs> nah. I stopped telling people everything about myself transparently in, in, in them situations because what is it what is it gonna come from? What 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 is there to gain from it, right? I guess you wanna speak the truth to the people, bro. But you know, you got people you gotta answer to right now. So like you could go to the press conference and you could be Bill Belichick, bro. Like, you don't gotta be trying to enlighten people. That's not the spot, it's not a soapbox, bro. This is a part of your job. So yeah, it's, all, it's job, all about the time and place. Yeah, yeah. If we want to have a job and continue to do that. You're gonna answer them questions in a way that's not gonna alienate nobody. That's really point blank. And if you well, want to have a platform to speak on these things, do it after you're free. Like truly. Yeah, yeah. I think Kyrie would have been better off saving. Like, like I agree with Scruff. Like the the way that Kyrie's moving uh, is is dangerous while you're still in the league. Like if he's already out the league, already retired, already saying I'm good on basketball, then you can. You can make all you can do all this, you know what I mean? Like you can move more free. I mean, to be fair, he, he you know, he, he he posted. He didn't he didn't sit down in a post-game interview and just start talking. He he posted and then he was questioned. Wow. Yeah, and that's and that's another thing that I feel like uh the fact that he posted it and didn't like bring it bring it up himself, like to two people. Um I feel like that's another reason why the punishment is a little bit of an overreach to me because it's not like, like, how many people in the Jewish community were following Kyrie Irving saw that and got mad, or did you see the reporter asking the question and then you were told by the news media that it was offensive? Here's my thing. You know on what that I mean? Too. Here's my thing on that too. The guy in the media, the guy Fredell said, by putting it on your Twitter, you are promoting this content, correct? So. By Daniel, and uh, I Daniel Snyder, by, by Jeff Bezos putting this on Amazon Prime, is he is he not promoting this content, bro? Because I've seen content get taken down, right? When Kanye shit came out, and they thought it was controversial. What'd they do? Drink Champs took that joint down the next day. Revolt TV took it down the next day. Bezos out here buying teams, bro. Like, what are we talking about here, bro? There needs to be equal accountability. So, yeah, so you spreading it. Okay, you retweeting and whatever the case may be. But he ain't put it up there. So like yo, he like he just spreading it. So who started the fire in the first place? Let's talk about that. I agree with that. I agree. Uh, I never, I didn't understand um, how Bezos. Well, I mean, I guess I do understand how Bezos isn't getting any smoke for that. Uh, but it's kind of ridiculous. You know what I mean? Like, I guess he um, gets defense. You know, they've got millions of things on the, on this, on on Amazon Prime, right? They got all types of shit. Up well. I, I, I agree with that, but how, how as a society can we sit here and say that one man, black man, has to do six things to get his job back, but the white man that was selling the, the, the problem, go ahead and buy a team? Yeah, it's crazy. <laughs> if, if you think about it, like Amazon selling it and, and profiting off of it, um, it, it can be, that, that's messy, right? But at the same time, like people are allowed to uh, believe in what Hitler was preaching, right? Um, it's not, it's not against the law to believe in it technically or, or read about it. Like they're allowed to buy the book or watch the movie. Um, but I think when you start posting that, because what, what if you're, what if you're doing research, right? What if, like Kyrie said, he was doing research, right? He was trying to 
trace his roots and try to find out, you know, some of these truths about himself. What if you're just doing research in general? Uh, so, so the material has to be out there somewhere. I don't think we want to get to a point where we're hiding uh, material because people say it's not, it's not good or uh, it, it offends us. Um, I agree. I but if, if that's, that's I, and I agree with that too, T. But if that's the if that's the road that we're taking, then how is Kyrie promoting it by posting it? You know what I mean? Like if that's the case, he should be allowed to post it. You know what I mean? Like, like why can't he post it then? Like if if he, if well, if it's out there and we shouldn't hide it. Well, like I he should I, be able to post it and people can just disagree. I think how, how he went about it, you know what I'm saying? Because uh, a, a post is a post. It, it, it highlights it, brings attention to it. And did, I got a question did, on that post. Did he have a, like, a disclaimer, a little caption with it? It was just a link to this. He just dropped a link to the video, I think. But what was his first tweets prior to this? He deleted it now. I can't see it. But I'm pretty sure it was just a link to the video. Yeah, it wasn't nothing. So, like, so he just randomly said, "Fuck it." One day I'm gonna just post this fucking thing, and then voila, yeah. to the world, to the masses. Yeah, and they and they asked him about it, and uh, you know, he he didn't say, "Hey, I believe everything in this book," but he also didn't say, "I condemn everything in this book." So they, that's they, crazy, bro. Like, imagine if G G, imagine if we was being judged off the shit that we drop in the group chat or the or Instagram threads. Like, we say we we look at goofy shit all day, like. They'll think we're still, they'll think we're worse than uh the owner of the of the of the commanders. <laughs> they'll terrible. say they Daniel Snyder is our leader and our commander at this point. <laughs> no, nah, but all jokes aside, uh I'm not even trying to take light of the situation, but uh, it's just at one point is when is when does free speech gets attacked to this? Like are we not attacking one of our liberal civities? Uh, you know, this not like so. When does freedom of speech? I'm not saying that go spew exist. hate, hate, hate crimes or just spew hatred because God knows that's not what, what, what any of us is about, right? Freedom but of I, speech I, comes along with a lot, though, bro. Freedom, yeah. In a society, freedom of speech means freedom of job as well. Meaning well, you don't have a job. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, nobody, nobody's throwing them in jail. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah, yeah. They're, they're essentially saying you can't come come back to work. They're not saying you can't work for anybody ever again. They're just saying at, at this company, um, this is not what you can do. Right. And, you know. It's just crazy, though, because it's not the law. It's not the law. It's like basically it's like society holding people accountable for like social norms or whatever. You know what I mean? Or like. Because it's not law. Like, it's a violation. Maybe, I mean, maybe it's, it's a violation morally. Maybe it's, it's a violation as far as being interpersonal with other races. I don't know. It's hard it's to like say. It's like a societal mob. It's a societal right. mob, essentially. Like, And I'm not saying that in like a negative way, necessarily. I'm just saying, like, it's a large group of people that are offended, and they want an apology. Apparently, they want six specific apologies. <laughs> They, they, you know, it's it's like we talked about in the group chat. It's that it's that mom apology, you know. It's that uh, say exactly what you apologize for. Uh, look look your brother in the eye or your cousin in the eye. Give him a hug. Uh, you two go play together now. Like it's you know, it's, it, they are essentially trying to make an example out of them. Um, and it, it's a bad look. I don't want to harp on this for too long, but um, I think it it what they did accomplish. The NBA or uh, the Jewish community, whoever um, had a hand in construction 
obstructing this punishment. I think what they did accomplish was kind of uh, a little bit towards what Kanye and Kyrie were, were, were saying in, in general. Like, uh, if, if you don't want it to look like a conspiracy or look like you are all powerful, uh, well, you did a great job of <laughs> not hiding the fact yeah. that this is a very influential group of people. Uh, it's no way around it now. I, I think if, if you didn't want that narrative pushed, uh, I don't know how people are going to be able to get this out of their minds. Two people spoke against a, spe a specific group and two people got uh, humbled uh, on, on a big day. So You know what this reminds me of, bro? Hate to bring it back to the Game of Thrones, but my man Vayman Targaryen, not Targaryen, Valerian. My man spoke up on, on, on he said he said that what everybody knows to be true. And, bro, before he could even finish speaking, he had his chair head chopped off, bro. And that's how you're doing Kyrie Irving. No, but man, it's just, man called somebody a, a whore in front of everybody. Yeah, like, yeah. Hard, but. Yeah, Kyrie Irving didn't go that hard. They're like, least, like, once you say something against these people, you're done. Yo, that's don't black. say these people. Like, that's treason. That's what they come. They come. It's treason <laughs> if you say that. That's immediately, immediately disqualified from life, bro. You go against the the the, the, the folks they're going up against. I mean, I, I I I just think you know, it would be ring true uh, to any group of power. You know what I'm saying? I don't care if if it was a uh, like I said, um, if you were on the set of a Tyler Perry play and you said something that uh, black people didn't like, uh, they would get you out of there. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. You would, you would leave that that set ASAP. Um, and, and and if it shows anything, it shows the power of money and the power of ownership and being able to pull the plug on people that you feel aren't elevating your group. Uh, like I said, I don't want to uh, harp on them for too long. So let's get somebody else. Let's get to the NBA real quick, man. Uh, uh, namely, the big ticket item, uh, Lakers, LeBron, Russ, uh, is that situation salvageable? No. No, no, no. Not at all. I did correctly predict that Westbrook would be much better off the bench, though. <laughs> I did correctly predict that. I did say that. I did say that he would be better off the bench. No, he ain't going to do that. Bro, crazy thing is he actually plays better with a ball in his hands. It's just they don't play well together. But I'd blow that thing up if I was the Lakers. I, go, I, go, I think they I go, got to. I go hunting for Webb and Jama at this point. Lakers are are, are two and eight. Um, if you if you blow it up and win, are you are you trying to blow it up and lose or blow it up and win? Like, are you thinking for Webb and Yama or are you blow it up and lose, bro? So no, you got to win. Essentially, nah, you got to lose. <laughs> no, because think about it. This year's pick, this year's pick, the, I believe the Pelicans will get the pick, right? That's a lottery. Yeah, it's a lot of you pick for, for the Pelicans. They might have traded that pick. The pick might be protected, though. Got to look that up. Uh, either way, like, are you, you would be willing to risk uh, LeBron's, you know, the end of his career uh, because it couldn't work for Westbrook? I, I think you have to try to win. I think you owe that to it's not just Westbrook, though. Well. AD is a big part of the problem, too. Big part. I would actually definitely trade AD. So you're, you're, what are you getting for Westbrook in, anyway? You know what I mean? I mean, you probably uh, look. AD is the one that you got to trade. Like that, you get Buddy Hill to somebody like that for Westbrook. I think it's a good deal. And if you could get AD, yo, AD's 
value is falling off tremendously. So I think if you could trade AD, you might be able to start over. Okay, so we all in agree agreement that the Lakers, uh, without blowing this thing up, like they they have no shot this year. I don't see it, bro. I don't see how they make the playoffs. All right, what about the what about the Warriors? Four and seven to start to start the season. I mean, we already know they're, they're gonna make the playoffs, bro. Yeah, they are or they're not. They, they will. are they will. definitely. No, they're fine. There's no shot they won't make the playoffs, bro. Yeah, I guess they're only what one or two games back, but uh. Four and seven is not how most Warriors fans uh, thought they'd start the season. Uh, it's a long, it's a long year. Yeah, it's a very long basketball, very long season. Uh, There's a lot of teams playing well though, right? Yeah, because you got you got you y'all really think the 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 fucking Wizards, the Pacers, and the Knicks are gonna go to the playoffs this year? Uh, Who is on the Jazz still, brother? They're winning. They've won nine games. Exactly. <laughs> you got you got like, the. Who is on yeah. that squad still, bro? Uh, like, Jordan. They don't have Gobert. They don't have they have what they have Clarkson and Conley doing this. Jordan Clarkson. Jordan Clarkson. Uh, and 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 mind you, I remember when you guys said oh. uh, Rudy Gobert was worth two hundred million, and I told you absolutely not. And everybody looked at me like I was crazy. Rudy Gobert is not worth two hundred million. He'll, he'll never be worth two hundred million. Yeah, who the fuck? Wait, why would anybody look at you crazy for that? <laughs> That's what happened on air. Wait, what? <laughs> Namely, the Mister. Uh, Amazing Bryce here. Yeah, uh, man, you're talking about Bryce. Bryce, the guy that, that tells us every year that the Wizards are going to the finals. <laughs> Bryce, that in the first ten games of the season, he swears the Wizards are the most undefeated team in the league. That's all you talking about, that man. Yeah, Mister Big Leaguer. Jesus. Hey, Laurie Marketing is having a great year, fam. He's a great. That's my dog. He's a good but back to this Lakers conversation real quick. If I was you, if I was a Laker, but what would you trade? What would you trade AD for? If you're trying to help LeBron, what do what do you trade in AD for? Would you trade in Westbrook for? Like, At this point, we, Laurie Markkinen would be much better. <laughs> give me, uh, uh, give me Mike Conley and Laurie Markkinen. We'll send them to Utah. Hey, <laughs> at, at this point, the Lakers might get Kyrie Irving on a on a release. <laughs> <laughs> Think about it. If, if the Nets don't take him back and, and cut him, the Lakers give it, give it past Christmas, and they're still somewhere around the whatever the the, the playoff playoffs. The play they, they, the play-in, they they might get a chance that they get Kyrie Irving. You you ship off AD for for Carl Anthony Towns because that's like an even swap because. No. Edwards is, doesn't seem like he wants to play with uh, Anthony Edwards doesn't seem like he wants to play with Carl Anthony Towns and he still got that drama going on. Bro, if I'm the T Wolves, there's no way I trade Anthony Davis for for Carl Anthony Towns. I mean, you are not. Would you, Anthony well, Davis doesn't play basketball, bro. Yeah, and neither does Carl Anthony Towns wins you games. What, bro? What, you becoming at Carl Anthony Towns crazy, bro? He's still one of the best hunters in the league. No, he's not. He's not the best hunter in the league. He's nowhere near top five. You biased. He is top five. No, he's not. What do you What do you think about this? Uh, and I'm and I'm just I'm just spitballing here. But Anthony, Davis, uh, Julius Randle, Derrick Rose, and Obi Toppin. That would be horrible did, for all teams. That'd be horrible. <laughs> did, did, did you just say trade half of the Knicks organization Rose, for AD? Do you not yeah. remember when Derrick Rose played with LeBron before? Yeah, but Derrick played with each other. Derrick yeah, Rose was good. Derrick Rose. Who was it? 
he be Obi Toppin and Julius Randle. That's not going to help the team with shooting. Come on, bruh. So we got we just got to fill LeBron up with with shooters. You got to they got to have shooters. Yeah, bro. he needs shooters. But I, honestly, man, I don't think it's going to work for LeBron. I, not in LA. Not in LA no more, man. I I think it's done. You know what I think? I mean, they have number one chip there. He should never went to LA. Yeah, nah, honestly, man, I hated it from the beginning. And as an L.A. fan, I just made myself accept it. But deep down, I knew that shit was never going to work. Man, he should have came to Philly like he was supposed to, bro. He would all had chips. He was to go to Philly. He was never going to go to Philly. He would all had chips. Hey, man. <laughs> he was all talking right. about he, we were on the list, bro. It was between us and, and the Lakers. Yeah, right. Pull this list up. I swear. This this is imaginary as fuck. He said between you and the Lakers, fuck yeah, out of here. He was considering us, bro. Would you? Who the fuck wants to live in Philly? Would you? Ad for, let's say somebody like Desmond Bain and Stephen Adams. Yeah, Desmond Bain's a baller, but uh, I don't know about Stephen Adams. I don't know what you get for him. I think maybe you go ship him on to Toronto. Might be a good spot for him. Yeah, but you, you wouldn't be getting any shooters back from Toronto other than maybe. Hey, give me, give me Fred Van. Give me, give me Fred Van Vliet. Give me uh, Pascal Siakam, and give me uh, Gary Trent Jr. for Anthony Davis, and we'll run that. We'll run yeah, yeah, I'm not making that trade from Toronto. I'm not smoking that much crack. But you still get Scotty Barnes and uh, AD team up, you know? Yeah. Don't want that. <laughs> Don't want that. All right, all right. So, uh, last, uh, I guess, last topic, real quick, real quick. Has everybody heard uh, the the new Drake and Twenty One Savage? Of course. Yes. Heard uh, it like twenty times. <laughs> twenty one, twenty one, do something for me. <laughs> so those uh, memes are hilarious. <laughs> is, is this uh, best album of the year so far? It's not yeah. better than no, it's not no, 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 hell no. It's not better than Bad Bunny's joint. You're bugging. You're it's, bugging. Top, it's definitely automatic top five, but I can't put it ahead of Kendrick Lamar's album. That that album is not all that. Yeah, I can't I can't say album of the year. Because you ain't deep, right? It's too it's you know, too guess, fresh. But guess I, I mean honestly, read. honestly, that, that Kendrick album, I was I wasn't I don't want to say I was sleeping on it in the beginning, but the more I listened to it. Um, that that's probably the best overall project of the, of the whole year. I mean, when Kendrick when Kendrick drops, man, he really goes in on that type of shit. Yeah, I mean, it, it might not. No, nah, I might. I'm look. I'm not even trying to be biased, bro. Like, it's not biased. I'm saying it's like, like a as as an album is like something that someone went to the studio and was like, I'm trying to make the best shit I can make. It, he really did that shit. But I mean, I think if you give it time, man, this Drake and Twenty One John will be. We'll look back on that joint two, three years as a classic. It's definitely a good album. It's definitely a classic album. Like I said, it's not better than Kendrick's album. I think Kendrick's album is the best album of the year by far. Okay, so a better comparison. Is it better than Drake and Future? What a time to be alive. No, See, that, nah, was, that was a wave. That was a wave. That was too a wave. Early. It's too early to really compare them, but that's the comparison we always, that we're going to, that's what we're going to hold it to, right? That's like the standard that's going to get held to you. Uh, right now, I would say no, cause like, it's just too early. Like, you you talking about that album and like, I have memories. You know what I'm saying? Like, I, <laughs> people made memories of that shit. <laughs> like, like give me some time to make some memories to her loss, and then then get back to me. Okay, okay. 
Wait, but that album, wait, but hold on. I'm back to this Kendrick, Kendrick album wasn't better than Bad Bunny's album. What the fuck? Bro, D, I, I, unfortunately, hey, Bad Bunny's album was dope, though. Bad Bunny's album was dope. Your bucket. Bad Bunny had everybody in the world. Yo, bro, you know how I know Bad Bunny was awesome, my brother? Bro, I seen your cousin, some Indian Johns, speaking Spanish and pronouncing words correctly. I ain't never seen no no Indian chick ever talk Spanish better than me. The shorty rolled her R's in front of my face, talking some bad bunny shit. I was like, yo, what the fuck? I was startled. I was like, hold on, hold on, hold on. I, I was like, wait, 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 wait mommy. She like, see, see, puppy. I listen to this. I'm like, what the fuck? Ain't no, uh, listen. Unless you about to have my aunt or my mom talking that Kendrick Lamar joint to me in my face, Bad Bunny had the best album of the year. Period. And back to this whole. Future Joe, nah, bro. I'm sorry, bro. Future and Drake, that shit, that shit was a wave. That shit was an end. That was a whole summer. That that shit was a whole summer and winter. Diamonds on me dancing. Scholarship. Oh my god, that shit, bro. Well, that's what that's what Rome's saying. Like, like, give give him some time to make some memories. Then. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I feel that. I feel that. I feel that. Now, I, I think it's got the potential. It could be there. Think about the the uh, the. Uh, the Drake and Future album, it was kind of short compared to this album. This album was much longer. Yeah, it was, right. was kind of short. Okay. Let me just end it with this. Favorite track? Right now? Uh, shit. Definitely. Is, um, is it Rich Flex? That's the first song, right? Yeah, Rich Flex is the first song. That that might be my favorite one. Um, um, on I BS? Know. I like On BS. I like more M's. Treacherous, treacherous like, twin is fine. Treacherous twin. A major middle distribution is another. Major distribution. That's your hard. Like half of the, the end, the end, the end half of the song go hard. What about middle of the ocean when it flips to that dipset beat? I love it. I yeah, love it. it's it's hip hop, bro. It's hip hop. Oh it's damn! Like the- I, I, damn! I, I skipped that track. All right, I gotta listen to that shit. Yeah, that's why you're not even valid. You to go crazy. Yeah, you tripping, bro. You're not listening to the album from start to finish, bro. You can't just bounce around and shit. That's why you don't like Kendrick's album because you it's a complete project. Bro, Kendrick's album was a therapy session that I wasn't ready for. That I'm not ready for yet. Okay. <laughs> I ain't trying I can't get jiggy to that shit, man. <laughs> well, 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 my man Michael Blackson, you can't get jiggy to this. I can't get jiggy to problem. that shit. I was ready for it. This is this is for people that's trying to heal and grow and shit, bro. Real talk. Yeah, you you, you sound like uh like my man, uh, what's my man, uh, Aaron Rodgers taking shrooms and shit. He's healing and trying growing. Trying to heal and grow. <laughs> trying to heal and grow. So far, my favorite joint got to be that loco. Uh, that that one more time. That sample. That joint crazy. Yeah, that shit hard. But uh, that shit was hard. What's the uh, What's the track before that one? Uh, before Circle Loco. Uh, yeah. Spin about you. Treacherous oh. twin. Treacherous Twins, yeah, yeah. yeah. Nah, yeah, that's my, that's, shit. Hard. that's my shit. That's my shit. And I like, I like that. Uh, you know, them back outside boys, man. That John Crack. Yeah. Honestly, yeah, bro. So the first, the I listened to the first three. My boy hit me up. Was like, yo, you gotta listen to this John. All right, bet. Listen to the first three songs. Like after the fourth song, when I think it was back, back outside boys, and I'm like, yeah, this John automatically top five. Yeah, and that nah. four songs they was handling business. Right. I, bro, that should go. Yeah, it go crazy like yeah. yeah. So can we agree that that what academic said about little baby's album Superman? Because I didn't like that album at all. It was, a, it was not one below 
my expectations for Little Baby. And I, I think we can officially end the talk of Blood. We can this I don't want to hear anybody ever compare Little Baby to Drake. Yeah. Were like, they doing that? Were they doing that? I guess I guess because of those verses, but I mean it was never really close. Yeah, a run, but uh you know, I, I, I tweeted like it, baby's album to me sounded like and he switched his flow. It just sounded like one big song. And and he, it seemed like he tried <laughs> his best to, for it not to. But, like, I think the production. I think uh, yeah, I'd, like, I'd like to see Baby work with people that uh, he hasn't worked with before. Some producers outside his camp. Um, some beats that you normally wouldn't hear Baby on. Because, like, when we heard him on the... Uh, on the Space Jam soundtrack, like you wasn't expecting to hear Baby on like a, a gospel type beat, and, and it, it was crazy. So like I think he need to get outside himself a little bit more production wise. But yeah, Baby Baby best album is ahead of him. He hasn't dropped. I I, I agree with you, T. That 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 album sounded like one big song. That that was the problem with it. It sounds like one long ass song. Yeah, yeah. there wasn't enough differentiation between the songs, bro. And I feel like. With Baby, it's like I don't want to say this, but like maybe he's not an album guy, you know? Because there's guys, there's guys that make songs, and then there's people that make albums, like Fabulous. Yeah, Fab makes good, that's make good songs, but his album good verses, good like like Fab will drop a freestyle, and it'll be like, damn, this nigga can spit. But then the albums are never. uh, Dirk is probably one of them type niggas too. Like you hear Dirk on somebody's song, and he's killing it, but like. I don't really hear niggas no. talking about his, I like his albums though. being some good stuff, up there. Up I, there. I think to have a good album, you have to, it has to be a cohesive project. It has to have the songs have to be different from each other from track to track. I think that's harder think to do than people realize. I think yeah. that's a lot harder to do than people realize. It is yeah. harder to do. That's why there's I mean, only a couple people really doing it. As I was saying, yeah. I think you can do uh, 20, 25 songs and narrow it down to their favorite 14, 15. And some artists are going to have to do 70. To, to to make uh, a good project, but yeah, uh, like Chris Brown, yeah, <laughs> Chris Brown dropping you with like fifty tracks, like yo, take what you want from it. <laughs> 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 like that's lazy, bro. He, he said there's a classic in here somewhere. Yeah, I, I like I like I think a great artist will construct a classic, make the make the songs flow together. Make it yep. all have cohesion, so it sounds like it's all part of the same album. But every song is different, a different experience. Yeah, the best that's how I, that's how I feel about her loss. I feel, I feel like they put that shit together her. real well. And I like, yeah. the, I think her loss has the same vibes, and to some extent, her loss to me is so good that I'm curious about the songs that didn't make it. Right, <laughs> right. I, I, I I'm want... assuming Jimmy Cooks must have not made it because they dropped that on the other joint, right? Yeah, I, purpose like to to prep yeah. you for. I, give you a little I think so too. They're like, awesome. damn, you listen to that whole Drake album. You're like, damn, this shit ain't it. And then you're like, you hold up, Jimmy, Jimmy Cooks. On this album, like, you, you might be talking, one of the better songs, right? Yeah, you might be talking about a classic. <laughs> like, but, uh, you know, this is a great show, fellas. A lot of good topics covered. Um, anything I miss? Anything you guys want to say before we wrap it up? Price, uh, Rome. In three weeks, in three weeks, you said it before. Three weeks, three weeks. We'll see, man. I'm, I'm, I'm already. We, we signing off for this show, and I'm just already excited for next Tuesday, man. Yeah, I just want to see your face. You won't be excited next Tuesday. So. Wait, wait, wait. Already so ready. wait, who's who's up next week? I don't know. 
it, it can't be you. It won't man, be me. It won't be me. And, 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 and I guess T, T off you off next week. You already got it off. We said it here uh, live. He's, he's not off either because he was just off I'm last off. week. Yeah. Get him off again. I don't care. He needs to be off because I need to see for <laughs> him and him and Rob. I need to be here to see their faces. Matter of fact, I'm, t- I'm sending you. I'm sending you out tissues, bro. Boxes of tissues with my face. You know what's the beautiful thing about it is that you know one of them could be off, one of them gonna be on, but one of them gonna have to catch that shit. And either way, treacherous, <laughs> treacherous twins. Hey yo, I can't wait to see this shit, yo, yo, bro, bro. I hope HR told you ain't got no more days off no more. And yo, Bryce, so, what you, Scott, what are you doing for the game? I don't know. I didn't think that far ahead yet. Trying to link yeah, up. Me either. Me either. Oh, we got time. We'll figure something out. Maybe. I'm down to link up. I'm trying to link no, 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 up. I'll drive out VA. What's up? <clears throat> yeah, we got to make some type of move. I'll slide out there. What's up? It's a, it's a big game. Yeah, yeah, Monday night. It's a big game. Yeah, I want to see that. See that. See that. Someone has to take the see picture that, of the losers, bro. I just need to see the face of the loser of that, na- of that game. I just need to see y'all faces. I just need to see y'all faces. I just need to see how y'all going to run away from the camera. <laughs> <laughs> it's gonna be like a Jerry Springer show, <laughs> or like a Marley. <laughs> you are the father. With the camera. <laughs> I want to see you kids. Die. All right, fellas. All right, fellas. Man, uh, the brothers, but I could do that. Y'all know I want you more to culture. <laughs>